You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey and each week at the Football Radio Show we give you our expert insight, analysis, and opinions on the top trending stories in the NFL. Are you ready, brother? Yep. Our next stop, the trend zone in today's episode. We'll talk the top trending stories in the NFL, our survivors slash three strikes picks, our fantasy go backs, and of course, we will preview some of the biggest games coming up in week 11 of the NFL. But before all that good stuff, Casey, let's get it started with Tasty Nug for the people. Oh, yeah, baby, this nug is so hot right now. <laughs> And it's as hot as five teams in the NFL day. Five teams currently riding win streaks of at least four games. The Saints, eight in a row. The Texans and your Los Angeles Chargers, six in a row. Yeah. Steelers, five. And the Chiefs, four. Dude, some really uh, great teams at the top of the NFL, man. And they are dominating right now. And the quarterbacks in particular, Casey, are doing some dominating. Yeah, four quarterbacks, Dave, with uh, – a QB pass rating of over 145, and it's interesting here. Two of them, former Super Bowl champs, we're talking Big Ben and Drew Brees, and then a couple new kids on the block, Mitch, Trubes, Trubisky, <laughs> and my guy, Mr. Shake and Bake, Baker Mayfield, baby. Wow. Solid quarterback play is where it's at in the NFL. No doubt about it. Exciting. Some uh, some classic quarterbacks and some young studs, man. But, Casey, let's get it started with the top trending stories. And we got some big ones. The surprising, unending holdout for Le'Veon Bell, dude. Yeah, man. It takes some uh, huevos gigantes, dude, <laughs> to just leave $14.5 million yeah. on the table. But that's what Lev decided to do. He was a no-show for the Steelers. So that means he won't play football this year. 27-year-old Dave, I, I I know what he's doing here. He didn't like the contract there, didn't like the uh, guaranteed money up front. But, Dave, you got limited years when you're running back in this league unless you're Adrian Peterson. So um, yeah. we're definitely going to see Lev on a new team next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised at the move, dude, because, uh, like you said, you know, I mean, running backs have a limited sh- shelf life, and this was an earning year that he's leaving behind, $14.5 bucks. I don't know that he ever gets that money back. I, I know it's a business decision that he's making, but I would beg to differ with his logic uh, on this business decision. And then previously, hasn't it been like everybody's impression that you actually had to play six games to get a season accrued? I don't have any idea how suddenly in the last month or so that was uh, – you know, left behind. I, I don't, I'm not exactly sure how this new interpretation has allowed him to suddenly get credit for the, uh, for being franchise tags without ever signing the tag. Yeah. You know, with this transition tag deal, I don't think that the Steelers are going to do that. I think they're going to probably just say goodbye, letting this guy walk, yeah. man, and give, you know, invest in James Conner, man. He's doing a great job third in rushing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's, uh, in concussion protocol, we'll see how that plays out towards the end of the week. But uh, he's um, he's doing great there for the Steelers, man, and a lot cheaper. A lot cheaper under that rookie contract <laughs> for the next couple of seasons. So I think we uh, decided that his entire uh, rookie deal is worth like one week or something for Le'Veon Bell. So wow. I think they're getting their money's worth out of that, right? Uh, Casey, up next is the stunning news that 
the game of the millennium in any sport ever invented anywhere that was scheduled for Mexico City in the Azteca Estadia is now being moved to Los Angeles. It's the Chiefs at the Rams. They're moving this one to L.A. due to crappy field conditions at the Azteca. What do you say, dude? Yeah, they've had plenty of time to try to get this field in shape. I don't yeah. know what happened, man. Uh, it looks bad. <laughs> you knew this game was on the you know the schedule a month ago, yeah, six months ago, right. since April. So I think you would have taken some precautions to try to get it in working order. But it's a total bummer for the fans of Mexico City, man. Yep. They were lining up to see, like you said, the best game on paper this season in the NFL potential Super Bowl preview the good thing is for the fans of la they're going to get to attend this game it's been a long time since we had monday night football in los angeles yeah and what better way to do it between the rams and the chiefs two of the hottest teams in the nfl man this game is gonna rock dude and it's very fortuitous for la yeah and it's actually pretty cool for uh rams season ticket holders they have an opportunity right now to uh Get first dibs on those tickets. Obviously, uh, the people in Mexico City, uh, they're out of luck, but um, I'm sure they'll get refunded. But the Rams fans get an opportunity to move in there, buy their seats, and then some additional seats as well. And the cool thing that the Rams are doing, dude, they're allocating thousands of tickets to the first responders. We've been having lots of trouble with the fires out here. Yeah. Lots of brave men and women putting their... Uh, putting their lives on the line to help people out. So the Rams are going to show the people of their area a little love, and that's pretty cool. No doubt about it, dude. Awesome move by the Rams, and this is going to be an absolutely awesome football game. All right, let's move it along to our Survivor slash Three Strikes Pools. Casey, uh, how did you do this week, sir? I struck out. I'm dead, you know, because <laughs> I thought for some reason, and uh -huh. now it sounds foolish, but going in Saturday night, I thought, ah, oh, the Jets versus the Bills and Matt Barkley, a quarterback that wasn't on the team two weeks ago, was just coming off the street. There's no way, Dave, that the Bills will do me twice in one season. Beating <laughs> the Vikings a fluke, beating the Jets ain't going to happen. Oh, <laughs> now I'm dead. What about you? I'm dead. Yeah, I, I stayed away from that Bills when they got me against the Vikings, but not this time, Casey. I went with my Chargers um, hosting, or excuse me, on the road against the Raiders in the black hole. Uh, Chargers, it was, a, it was a fist fight early, but the Chargers uh, pulled away and took care of business in that one. So I am still sitting there with just one strike. Ooh, nice. Most popular correct pick, the Chiefs over the Cardinals. Most popular incorrect pick, the Falcons over the Brownies. And Oof. then moving into next week, Dave, everybody likes the Saints over the Eagles. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, right? Who, who would have saw the Eagles as one of the most popular teams to lose at, at wow. this juncture in the season, right? Crazy. Yeah, that would have been a keep away game, uh, mm -hmm. you know, at the beginning of the year. All right, Casey, fantasy go back starts of the week. The people clamor for this segment uh, where we go back in time and play the what if game. What would what would have happened had you made a, a couple of smart coaching moves going into last week for your fantasy squad? Dave, I still crushed the gorillas. It was easy. <laughs> Beat them by 25 points, but I ended at 123.64. Had I played... Um, Brita instead of Peterson, that would have given me uh, 22 points instead of the uh, the seven that I got with AD, and that moved me in second place. So it didn't cost mm. me a win, but it cost me a 20 spot. Okay, Casey, we're moving on from this section. <laughs> well, <no. laughs> All right, well, my I team stinks. Okay, <laughs> my team stinks. Okay, I could have 
not gotten a zero or something from my defense, which was the Jets, and I could have played the Rams. Other than that, my team only scored 70 points, so I had no business sniffing victory, even from afar. It was an awful week for me. I had 22 points at, at the end of the morning game, so... Um, with most well, of my team. not that many morning games, right? <laughs> yeah, it was almost my entire team had played. Um, oh. A couple of guys bailed me out and made me look a little better, but I had no prayer, uh, not even with a miraculous swapping out of all of the players. So, all right, Casey, that takes us on to the, the real good stuff as we head towards the game previews, Casey. And you know what? 17 teams are currently in or within one game of playoff position, including nine teams that didn't make it to the postseason last year. And that is always one of the things about the NFL that we love, Casey. It's that any given Sunday uh, scenario where we know that any team can rise up, play their best game, and knock off any other team. And as we see here, it is tightly packed cruising into week 11, dude. This is going to be some good stuff this weekend, man. Oh, yeah, some absolutely tasty, tasty matchups, Dave, especially the primetime um, three-pack this week. Let's get it started. Thursday night football, the Green Bay Packers at the Seattle Seahawks, and the Seahawks are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Yeah, man, this is a, a, a huge game here as the uh, Packers are sitting at basically at 500 at 4-4-1 in third place in their division, but well within striking distance to win this division. And Aaron Rodgers getting healthier uh, with that leg brace uh, coming off now. Uh, he's feeling a lot better. And if he just, if the Packers fans can just R-E-L-A-X, relax. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is accustomed to this position. He's going to put the team on his back and, and rack up a handful of wins. Yeah, dude, and these Seahawks, man, it looks like uh, they went in the time machine and went back a few years because they're playing some really good defense, and they yeah. found a running game too, dude. Rashad Penny, man, finally got a healthy dose of touches on Sunday, and that paid immediate dividends, got in the end zone for the first time, starting to show in the fan base in Seattle and those coaches, everybody, and the NFL, yeah. why they jumped up and got this guy in the first round. Um, this is a huge game uh these teams are probably trying to sniff out a wild card so yeah. um winners in pretty bad shape and the winners still right in the mix yeah all right casey up next it's your dallas cowboys at the atlanta falcons in the bird nest there the falcons are favored by three yeah dave we don't know which cowboys team is going to show up the one that <laughs> on sunday night that beat the crap out of the defending super bowl champs or the one that got smoked by the titans the week before on Monday night. Um, to me, what helped against those Eagles was great offensive line play. Um, at left guard, it had been Connor Williams all year uh, playing the left guard, and maybe with Frederick out, it had been a little too much for him. He's still a little undersized, but Xavier Suofilo was in on Sunday night, and I don't know if that was what was helping that run game, but mm -hmm. the Cowboys absolutely destroyed that number two ranked rush defense in the wow. Eagles. Zeke ran wild. He flew over. Fly, Zeke, fly, baby. He That's had that right. great hurdle over the uh, Eagles defender. So if the offense can move the ball like that, then um, they're going to be in a lot of games. So 
and it's funny how much better the defense plays when the offense is gone, dude. It, it just works yeah. out that way. So huge game. It'd nice, be nice to see the Cowboys rattle off a few wins in a row. They could probably drop one more and still make the playoffs. Dave, we've got the Saints in two weeks. Uh-oh. So i got to chalk this up for a W if we have any dreams of the postseason. Yeah, well, you're talking to an Atlanta team that's probably uh, in a similar scenario, Casey, as they dropped one last week uh, at the hands of the Cleveland Browns. And the and the Falcons can look back at their season if they don't make the playoffs and, and, and pinpoint three, maybe even four games that they had right within their grasp, right within their reach, that they let get away. But right now they're four games behind the Saints in the division, so you can scratch that. Uh, the the likelihood is is they're fighting for a wild card uh, position, and that is a horde of teams in the NFC sitting right around 500. They're going to have to have uh, this game too uh, in order to put themselves uh, in position to be able to try and secure a wild card spot. The Atlanta defense has been struggling this year. They lost a couple of, uh, of young players early in the, in the year. Last week, Julio got in the end zone, uh, and he's finally broke that, you know, gotten off the schneid there. Um, but yeah, they, this, this Falcons team, um, right now is kind of a little bit of a mystery. Yeah. A couple check on hides up in here. Yep. All right, Dave, we got a sweet game here in AFC North matchup. Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens, and the Ravens are four-point favorites at home. Yeah, man, and this Cincinnati team, I'm, I'm guessing they can't wait to get back out on the field after last weekend's uh, embarrassing outing where they were basically um, – the game was basically over right there at the end of the first half when they threw an interception, uh, and then one play later uh, gave up a touchdown to go down at least four scores right there at halftime. Uh, they got slammed by uh, a score of 51-14 to 14 last week. Uh, this Bengals team really um, struggling. No A.J. Green right now. Uh, Mixon has been coming on nicely, and they're really right there uh, in the mix at five and four, uh, just a game and a half back of the Steelers for first place. Um, so it's right there in front of them if they can just right the ship. Uh, but uh, man, after last week, that looked pretty dismal. Yeah, dude, Baltimore has been up and down this season too. I'm not sure if Joe Flacco is going to play in this thing. He's got the yeah. hip thing, so. Uh... He's been playing pretty solid football, so it'd be a bummer to lose him at this time. And then if he doesn't go, we don't Who know does? if it's going to be yeah. Action Jackson or RG3. So lots of question marks on the uh, the offense there for the Ravens. We know the defense is locked down. They're going to play tough at home. But uh, this is a big game for both these teams, dude. Whoever drops this is in bad shape. Big time. All right, up next, it's the Minnesota Vikings there at the Chicago Bears. And the Bears are favored by three. Yeah, both these teams fighting for uh, a share of first place, Dave. And the Vikings coming off a bye week, which came at a pretty good time, man. Uh, Delvin Cook came back a couple weeks ago, had a real nice outing, and that one-two punch with him and Murray is pretty sweet there in the backfield. And speaking of one-two punches, dude, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen might be the best receiver combo in the NFL. Kirk Cousins is coming along, starting to get a little ROI on that $84 million so uh, the offense is gelling. We know what the defense brings, lots of pain. So um, a yeah. solid, solid team, man. They need to go on the road and try to find a way to get a win in the division. Yeah, and this Bears team uh, is probably one of the surprise teams uh, in the NFL. They lead the division in, in the division with Minnesota and Green Bay in it. That's a real wow. surprise right there. Sitting at 6-3, and three, um, the uh, 
swaggy naggy effect has really uh, uh, infiltrated this team and turned their uh, you know their whole season around. They have a strong defense, and obviously adding Khalil Mack uh, early in the season there, right before the season, uh, huge, huge impact there. But they already had a strong defense anyways. That just made them much tougher. But on the other side, uh, uh, with Nagy there, he's really helping Trubisky play well. And Trub's coming off an absolutely phenomenal weekend uh, with a quarterback rating of like 145 or something. Uh, the way they're playing uh, with the confidence uh, that they have right now, uh, this is this is an impressive Bears team. And I think uh, we're all sitting back and going, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of becoming a believer that this team is really, you know, is really going to be challenging here for the division. So as of sitting in first place. All right, up next, another sweet NFC game. Dave, the Philadelphia Eagles at the New Orleans Saints, and the Saints are eight-point favorites at home. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what. And those Eagles coming off uh, another disappointing outing, coming uh, coming up short against your uh, Cowboys uh, last what Sunday was night. That? <laughs> That's right. The, the Super Bowl champion Eagles still suffering that uh, hangover as they're. Dave, we've only beat those guys six out of the last seven. It's okay. You can, <laughs> we don't have to keep hammering at home. Yeah. Well, they're sitting there at four and five beneath the Cowboys as a result of that uh, head-to-head loss there. And both of you guys looking up at the Redskins. Still plenty of time, though. Uh, just two games separating uh, the Eagles from first place. And the Eagles obviously have to find uh, some some rhythm offensively, uh, you know, uh, with the quarterback coming back from the injury. He just hasn't really gotten himself uh, acclimated really in full stride. And then the running backs, obviously, they got, they got a ton of back, banged-up backs. Uh, Josh Adams was the leader in carries the last two weeks. He was an undrafted uh, rookie out of Notre Dame. And if you're looking for a fantasy pickup, he might be a guy uh, likely available in your leagues. And he's getting the, you know, the lion's share of the carries there, uh, maybe. And he, he, he's a big play guy, actually. So uh, maybe the Eagles found a gem there. Uh, but they definitely need to find uh, some ba- some rhythm there. They need to establish that run game uh, and obviously allow the quarterback uh, to just settle in and not put too much on his shoulders right now. Dave, let me take you back to a long time ago when Saints opened up with a loss at the with the Buccaneers, dude, and that was the last time <laughs> they did lose. They've reeled off eight in a row. Wow. Um, Defense has played pretty solid, but you don't have to be that great when your offense is putting up 51 points. Um, the one-two backfield with Kamara and Ingram starting to find uh, the, the nice touches for each of those guys. Kamara is a touchdown machine, mm-hmm. and they like to give it to Ingram down the goal line too, so you do well with both of those guys. Uh, Michael Thomas uh, looking to be, you know, put his name up there in the top five receivers, if not top three receivers in the NFL Scott does it all. If there is a weakness to this team, maybe it is the uh, second receiver there. They'd signed Des Bryant with the hopes that he could come in there mm-hmm. uh, where they've been lacking. And uh, Des, unfortunately, tore his Achilles. He's done for the year. So they decided to get even older and <laughs> sign Brandon Marshall this week. We'll see how much he plays on Sunday. But this this Saints team is looking like a big-time Super Bowl contender. No doubt about that, dude. All right. The game of the millennium, we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs at the Los Angeles Rams. This one, of course, we mentioned previously scheduled for Mexico City, recently relocated to Los Angeles. Casey, this features the top two 
quarterbacks in terms of passing yards at this point in the season. Each one uh, sitting there at about 3150 with Goff and Mahomes. This is going to be a heck of a football game, dude. Yeah, and you start with these Kansas City Chiefs, man. Um, last week it wasn't super pretty, and it was still kind of pretty. Mahomes had a sweet game, even though they struggled a little bit offensively, if you can struggle to the tune of 27 points. But uh, already 31 <laughs> touchdowns on the year. That's a Chiefs record. Uh, Travis Kelsey might be the best tight end in the league. And, dude, I don't think there's anybody faster than Tyreek Hill. This guy nope. always looks like he is shot out of a cannon, can score from anywhere on the field. One of the most dynamic playmakers uh, in the league. And last week we finally saw that Chiefs defense play pretty well. Had a couple turnovers. Got a handful of sacks, so they're going to need to bring their A game on Monday night because that's a tough Rams team, Dave. I'm completely stoked for this game, and it's yep. kind of like it's the, the best team from each conference duking it out, dude. It is a baby Super Bowl, a week 11 Super Bowl. <laughs> well, it's pretty rare with uh, teams with this few losses hitting each other at this point in the season here in week 11, two nine-and-one squads going at it, dude. But this uh, Los Angeles Rams team, you know, they dropped a game uh, two weeks ago and then uh, bounced back from that um, and and edged out the Seahawks. It's been about four games in a row that the Rams, though, have really kind of, I wouldn't say struggled, because they've handled three out of the last four, and obviously uh, nine and one on the season isn't struggling at all, but they've kind of come back a little bit to the pack, but their offense is still hitting on all cylinders, obviously with Goff playing exceptionally well. Uh, Todd Gurley is is just a phenomenal touchdown machine. He can catch, he can run out of the backfield, uh, so it's very, very exciting. Unfortunately, coming off the loss of Cooper Cup, uh, he'll be gone for the season uh, with that knee injury. Uh, they're going to look for uh, another wide receiver to emerge. They've got some guys that they think uh, can pick up the slack there, uh, but there's still plenty of targets uh, for, for Goff to choose from. On the other side of the football, the Los Angeles Rams defense is loaded with talent. Um, really, ultimately, it's led by uh, Indomitian Sue and Aaron Donald. Those two, particularly Aaron Donald, is an absolute beast uh, getting after the quarterback. They're going to uh, really need to have an impact on Pat Mahomes. Try and uh, Mahomes gets the ball out so fast, but they have to try and get there and disrupt him a little bit. Uh, that secondary without Talib right now may be one of their weaker spots. And uh, the, the 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 linebackers have played very well, uh, although being a little lesser uh, name guys. But this this Rams team is is as complete of a football team as there is. Uh, it's going to be a fun football game to watch, man. Yeah, dude, it's been a long-ass time since there's been Monday night football in Los Angeles, and I want to see what that crowd can do, dude. A couple weeks ago, when the Packers were here, it sounded like a Packer home crowd. Yeah. I want to see if the L.A. fans can get out there and give an actual home field advantage to those Rams because <laughs> they're going to need it, Dave. Yeah. I can't wait for this game. I'm freaking out, bro. Whew. I'll tell you what, and the Chiefs fans, uh, they do travel very well, Casey, as Charger, uh, Los Angeles Charger fans can attest to. Uh, they took over uh, the cute little StubHub Center when the Chargers uh, hosted the Rams in week one. Uh, it would not surprise me if Kansas City Chief uh, fans tried to buy up all these tickets and, and hit that Monday nighter. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be an opportunity for L.A. fans to show what they're all about, baby. All right. 
that is going to do it, folks, for the Week 11 edition of the Trend Zone. So many ways you can check out the Football Radio Show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Or just go to footballradioshow.com and check it all out right there for you. That is going to do it. He's Casey. I'm Dave. We're the Football Dudes. Enjoy the NFL, people.